pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, It's a Friday, you know what that means. That always means a nice 15-game slate, but uh, not the greatest 15 games slate today. Uh, The pitching is definitely ugly. We don't have all those aces on the mound, you know, the Chris Sale, the Max Scherzers of the world. Uh, we got to kind of get a little creative at pitcher. It's not as comfortable. There's a couple spots I like, a couple I'm indifferent on. And it's just, uh, it's interesting. So we'll dive in and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about fantasy draft. We'll talk about DraftKings and Fandle. We'll break it all down for you on the day. So let's dive right in again. Very big slate. Fridays are always fun. I love it. The ownership doesn't matter as much. Uh, you know, cash games, uh, tournaments. So it's always a great day of DFS for me. So I love Fridays in the MLB. All right, let's talk about this first game. We got the Oakland Athletics, the Chicago White Sox. Actually, sorry, that's the uh, 4 o'clock game. That one doesn't really matter. Uh, but just a note, Sean Manaya and James Shields, they'll be in that game at 4 o'clock. That's not on the first slate. Uh, my apologies there for that one. But uh, we'll talk about the first game now. Here we go. Restart. Philadelphia Phillies, Washington Nationals, 8.5 total. We got Zach Eflin, and then we got Tanner Rorick here. And uh, Rorick is going up against Eflin here, and Rorick's a guy that... On this slate, he works. He can happen. Uh, you know, Phillies against righties is a thing, right? They strike out a ton. That's definitely one thing that we look to look at and have been following throughout the year and been kind of just firing away at. This is the type of slate where Tanner Rourke is really in play. I mean, 7.8K on FanDuel, DraftKings 8.3, Fantasy Draft 16K. I really like the price. Uh, we don't expect the Phillies to get a ton of runs. This is a ballpark downgrade as well. I just see an avenue where Rourke can have a really, really big game. Sure, Rourke's not a guy that strikes out, you know, a lot of batters. That's just not his thing. But this high strikeout matchup could be the way that we get to that really nice game for Rourke. So I like him here. I'm going to take shots on Rourke. I think he's a guy you want to be overweight on in tournaments. I think he's someone you want to be considering in cash games. Make sure to get some exposure to him. Uh, on the upside with the Phillies, uh, you know, if you took like Herrera or Santana as a one-off because, you know, obviously taking the lefty isn't a bad idea, you could, right? Uh, those guys have some power, but I would not be uh, looking to target too many Phillies here on today's slate. On the upside with Zach Eflin, I won't be playing Zach Eflin. I'll pass on him, but I do have some interest in some national bats. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with Bryce Harper. He's been, you know, obviously struggling at the plate. If you want to make a national stack and leave him off, I wouldn't blame you. But again, uh, I, I always like putting him in my stacks, and he's got a pretty nice price tag. So uh, you can load up on the Nationals. They just have really expensive price tags for the most part. Like the only ones that jump off the page are Daniel Murphy, 3.1K on FanDuel. Harper's 4.1 on FanDuel. So those are some nice values. Uh, Rendon on DraftKings gets the 3.9K. So that's the value there. Murphy at 4.2 is nice. Uh, he just, I wish he would like uh, finally jump back and be the, the Dan Murphy we knew. That's the one thing. So 
Uh, I'm kind of taking the wait-and-see approach, but at the same time, I still want to fire away when the, the price is cheap because, hey, it's Daniel Murphy. And then Fantasy Draft, you look at the prices there. Rendon 7.8 has a nice price. Uh, you know, Murphy at 8.3. So uh, there's some nice price tags on some of these nationals to look at here. Next game up, Arizona Diamondbacks, Pittsburgh Pirates. This is an 8 total. We got Patrick Corbin against Ivan Nova. And, uh, yeah, Corbin is clearly one of the most talented pitchers on this slate. He is going up a matchup against a Pirates team that, what do they not do? They don't strike out a ton, right? It's one of those matchups where we don't love the target for the strikeouts. Uh, you know, as a team, they're striking out right now 17.8%. But, hey, it's Patrick Corbin. Uh, you know, the XFIPs at two, uh, 2.97, K percentage 31%. He is clearly the most talented pitcher on this slate. He is clearly the guy that, you know, if I had to pick to pitch 100 times out there in all these in a ton of different matchups, that's what I'd have. The problem is just the matchup. Uh, it is nice being in a ballpark in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's tough. I, I guess he's, he's my number one raw points guy, I guess you could say, right? That's the argument to be made for him. I just think raw points-wise, he's probably the best pitcher. But it just depends if you want to spend that salary, right? Do you want to get in the bats with a lot of mediocre pitchers on the mound? It's weird. Uh, one one thing I noticed when I was looking at all the games, I was like the Vegas totals. Uh, there's only two or three. I think it's three teams that are above five, and one of them is the Rockies, and that's in core, so that doesn't really count. So uh, I don't know. I think raw points wise, he's definitely one of the uh, one of the good options, one of the better options. I don't know if he's my favorite though. Uh, it's it's close though. A lot of these guys at the top are you know decent arms. We got a Dallas Keuchel who's better real life pitcher than a K upside. So that's something that run that you run into. Uh, Newcomb who I think is a nice strikeout upside. Then you have Alex Wood who's probably the uh, the chalk and the guy you want to look to is the best points per dollar play. But Patrick Corbin is in play. He's a guy you have to be considering. Just the way he's been throwing that slider, uh, it just you have to be considering him. Pittsburgh Pirates on the on the opposite side we got Nova and Nova is a guy that again I don't like to target him you know as a pitcher he doesn't strike out a ton he's pitches pretty efficiently if you want to take the Diamondbacks lefties because they've you know he, Nova can have struggles against lefties I totally understand that totally get that I just don't know if I'll go there today the only thing I'll do is maybe like Lamb or Peralta they just have really nice prices on Fanduel at three two and three three uh, let's see some other sites because they normally I don't think they do uh, DraftKings for one. So that's fine. And then, yeah, 8K on Fantasy Draft for Jake Lamb. Sorry, uh, those last two prices were for Jake Lamb. So I think he's fine. Perfectly okay. Perfectly in play. But again, I just am not someone that targets Nova a ton. A lot of people wanted to target him the other day with the Cubs, and I wasn't really a fan of it. Uh, and, you know, the Cubs didn't go crazy. So I, I just don't know how I want to approach this game. It's just more so looking at Corbin and uh, maybe picking a couple one-off Diamondbacks and not go too crazy with it. Uh, I'm just not a fan of it. People say, you know, Noah's a guy that blows up, but I just don't, you know, the most runs he's given up this year in one game is five. It was against the White Sox and against the Nationals. It was back-to-back, and then after that was the Giants. It was four runs. You know, went through a little streak where he struggled. Uh, that That's perfectly fine. It happens. Uh, I just not really in the business of targeting Nova, so I will pass on a lot of bats in this game, just mainly a Jake Lamb or Peralta. Next team up, Detroit Tigers, Cleveland Indians, nine and a half total. We got Mike Fires and Shane Bieber. Uh, we got Bieber back in our lives. We got Bieber fever here. Uh, not really though. Uh, he's not someone I'm going to look to play uh, a ton of. I might take a couple shots on because again, the Tigers are terrible against right-handed pitching. They've been a lot better against lefties. I think there is some upside for a guy like Bieber. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of him, right, from a real-life, uh, long-term perspective. He's not a guy that I'm going to be looking to play all the time. But, hey, I think this spot is fine for him. I think there is some upside here just because of the matchup. And if you look at just this season, and, again, it's a small sample, but 
3.44 XFIP, 25.5 K percentage, only walking 4% of the batters. Uh, you know, sure, he's had some some struggles with his hard to soft. Uh, you know, he's given up the lefties a little bit with the Woba really bad in the ISO. So obviously the lefties are what you have to worry about in this lineup. But again, what is this lineup? It's mainly righties. You have Martin, Candelario, and Goodrum, and that's the only lefties to do it. It's only three lefties. So again, I really, really think that Bieber is in play. Uh, sure, he's not my favorite pitcher in the world or, or ever, but it's just the way the slate is structured. I think he's a solid SP2, has some upside. The problem is the price on DraftKings is 8.7 and 16.7K on DraftKings. That's the one issue I have with it. I think on FanDuel at 6.6, I really like that price. I think that could be really interesting. But again, I think he's in play. And uh, depends how your money kind of shakes up as you build your rosters because uh, – I don't think the hitting is like amazing where you want to get it all in. You there's a there's one spot where I think you just want to jam in the guys, but uh, we'll talk about it. And again, I think he's in play, but I haven't built a ton of lineups, so it just depends how things uh, shake up. Because that price on uh, DraftKings at eight seven and uh, on Fantasy Draft at sixteen seven, it's a little pricey uh, for my liking for him. Uh, let's talk about Mike Fires now. He's a guy that can absolutely blow up, have his issues, you know, have issues with walks. This is a great spot for the Indians. Getting exposure to them is a phenomenal idea. Uh, we'll start up at the top, like Edwin Encarnacion, Lindor, Brantley, Jose Ramirez, all in play. Yonder Alonso, fantastic option. And that bottom of the order, mix and match some guys like the Kitness, uh, Chisholm Hall, Gomes, and Naquit. That whole team, one through nine, is a phenomenal play. If you have the money for Indians bats, get them in there. The problem is they're expensive. They're not always the easiest to get in. And, uh, you know, shortstop and third base, I believe we're going to prioritize uh, two guys on the Rockies. Uh, I think you've heard of them in Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. So these guys might get overlooked. They're going to be great pivots off of those Rockies bats. So uh, it's a great tournament pivot. Phenomenal one, I think. One of the best ones on the slate off the Rockies. I'm guessing people won't be playing them as much just because everyone's going to gravitate to those cores at the price and you can easily make that pivot there. So like the Indians bats, they're more of tournament plays than cash game plays, but uh, if you can get them in cash, I would not be mad about it. It's just the problem is some of the guys at the positions that we like the most, we can easily, we want to play other options that are on the Rockies today. Next game up, New York Yankees, Tampa Bay Rays is an eight total. CC Sabathia, Ryan Stanek, and uh, yeah, it's weird. The Yankees have only a 4.38 total here, which uh, was surprising to think. But again, this game's in Tampa Bay. I just take a ballpark uh, downgrade there. So I just, you know, like Aaron Hicks is expensive now. Like all these bats are just expensive. And there's other expensive bats I'd rather pay for. Like I'd rather pay for the Indians over the Yankees. So I'd rather pay for the Rockies too. Like those are just two expensive bats that I already like more that I just rather cross off these Yankees bats. So you know what? It sounds weird to say it, but with the Yankees with this much of a low total, uh, with this matchup against the Rays where they like to mess with, you know, change up their pitchers and play to the matchup, I'm just going to cross off the, all the Yankees. The only thing I'd say is in play is Gary Sanchez because catcher's an ugly position and he's like the best hitting catcher in the league. So if you end up having the money for it because it's an ugly pitching slate, we're not paying for a Max Scherzer. We're not paying for a Chris Sale. If that's the case, we could probably get in a really nice catcher. I'm not saying we have to prioritize it, but if you can get in a nice catcher, I would obviously put in Gary Sanchez because, hey, he's uh, one of the better catchers in the league, but not in one of the greatest spots or matchups today. On the opposite side, CeCe Sabathia. It's weird seeing CeCe Sabathia with one of the lowest totals on the slate at 3.62. 
I'm not taking a shot on him. I'm not a CC fan. He's 8.9K. You're not going to see me pay that price tag on DraftKings. 17.2 on Fantasy Draft. I won't pay that price tag. I'll play Shane Bieber instead. I'll find other guys to go to. So I will not be playing CC. I'll cross him off. And on the opposite side with the Tampa Bay Rays, you know, if you want to take a shot on like a Wilson Ramos, a CJ Cron, or a Matt Duffy, those righties, I don't hate it against Sabathia. But again, not the best ballpark. Uh, 15 games late, a lot of better spots to target. Next game up, Seattle Mariners, Boston Red Sox. This is in nine total. We got Wade LeBlanc and Stephen Wright. And we had this game the other day. I believe uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think, but I'll look just to double check. Uh, I believe it was a one nothing game, and Wade LeBlanc like dealt a gem. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he, he dealt a two-hitter, uh, two-hitter, nine innings, uh, or not nine innings, uh, nine strikeouts and 7.2 innings against the Red Sox. I'm not expecting that to happen again. People might see that and just uh, play Wade LeBlanc, and I think that's a mistake. I think Wade LeBlanc's a fine pitcher, no issues with him, but seeing the Red Sox a second time through, I think this could be a problem for him. I like more Red Sox bats. I don't love Red Sox bats, but I think they're in play. They're interesting. Also, this game goes from Seattle. From being in Seattle to Boston, so that's obviously going to help as well. So uh, I think this is a, a good spot for the Red Sox. I think they're an interesting play. A nice tournament team that you could consider on the slate. Again, uh, when a pitcher sees another guy second time through, it can it can be a problem sometimes. And uh, I know he had his day the other time, but uh, we LeBlanc, he's a good pitcher. He's not uh, that two-hitter type of pitcher. Uh, so I think the Red Sox bats are in play. Again, more of a tournament play. Not really guys we're looking for in cash, but I'm talking about I think the Coors game is going to be a game that people are going to be all over, and uh, it's just a nice pivot off it, right? You're just going to get these guys at no ownership based on what happened last time uh, in that game. So, again, well, Abanca has been solid. The XFIPs at 4.45, the K percentage at 21%, only walking 5.6% of the batters, and only giving up a Wova of 280 and 297 to both sides of the plate. So, uh, yeah, sure, he's been fine, uh, but he does give up a lot of fly balls and in that small stadium. That could obviously be the difference, right? 42.5% fly balls against righties, 44.7 against lefties. On the opposite side, Stephen Wright, if the knuckleball's on, sure, he could have a massive game. If it's not, he could obviously struggle. So, uh, I think the thing, key thing to note is uh, Seattle goes into a ballpark where it's definitely better for better for hitters. It could be very big for them with this opportunity. If Stephen Wright blows up, they could absolutely explode in this ballpark. So it's something to note as a tournament option. But uh, again, like the Seattle bats are tournament plays, and the uh, Boston bats are or not the Boston bats. Yeah, well, the Boston bats are tournament plays as well, and Stephen Wright a tournament option as well. I think it's more of a tournament game in general, not something you really considering cash, and not one of the games I'm getting extreme ownership on. If I was uh, you know playing playing these stacks, it'd probably be one of my lower percentage stacks on the day. Next game up, we got the Chicago Cubs. Cincinnati Reds is an 8.5 total. And uh, we got Jose Quintana against Luis Castillo. And Jose Quintana, I think he's a good option today to consider. Uh, again, it's a one guy that you're not really targeting a ton this year. He's just a better real-life pitcher. He's had his struggles, too. On top of that, he's not really a high-K upside guy that we always love to you know target. But it's high-K upside offense in the Reds. Sure, the ballpark is not going to play the greatest for him in his favor, but again, this team can strike out a ton. They have a lot of lefties. Uh, you know, Some of their better bats are their lefties. This is a good spot for Quintana. I think he's in play at 8.2 on FanDuel. He is 8.6 on DraftKings, and then Fantasy Draft, we get him at 17.2K. I think Quintana is in play. He's a good cash game play. He's a good tournament option. On the opposite side, uh, I'm not going to play any Reds bats. And then Luis Castillo, he's a guy that I think is definitely someone 
Now, I'm going to look to target today. Uh, I like him. I'm someone that uh, I normally want to play him. But the Cubs offense in this ballpark where there's a ton of home runs that go on, I think there's some opportunity here. Uh, I'll look to target some of these lefties like Hayward, Rizzo. Uh, again, I think it's more of a tournament play, uh, a team that could obviously explode in this stadium. It's more so they're in this ballpark and there's so much upside for home runs. And if Castillo blows up, it could be absolutely ugly for this for this uh, Reds team. We'll get the bad red bullpen arms that they have. They have some good bullpen arms, though, that I hope we won't run into. And if Castillo throws a clean game, then we'll probably run into those good bullpen arms, right? But uh, I'm playing for the blow-up spot, hopefully. I think it's uh, in play. It's not the greatest spot on the board, uh, but it's something that I'm considering. I think it's a you know one of those contrarian tournament options that if you're doing one of those uh, you know big field GPPs, people just might not be on it because again they see Luis Castillo, they say oh he's a pretty talented pitcher, uh, you know he's a guy that can have his struggles though, right? Every every pitcher can struggle. He's I've seen him blow up a little bit this year. He's been pitching better because he's mixing his pitches a lot better. He's throwing a you know I forget what the pitch was. Uh, I think it was his sinker. He was throwing a little more. Uh, but either way, I remember he was definitely struggling. Then once he started mixing the pitches up a little better, uh, he's definitely pitched uh, you know better since that. All right, that wraps up uh, that game, though. Let's go to the next one. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers, the New York Mets, and uh, this is the chalk pitcher of the day, I believe. Uh, I think it is. Uh, I think it's Alex Wood. He should be the guy that everyone goes all over. He's a, the best point per dollar play on the day. Get that Mets out of that core stadium now. What are they also better with? They're better, uh, you know, with their lefty bats. You know, the bats you fear are Nemo. You fear Conforto. Those are the two guys that you definitely worry about. Sure, you worry about, you know, Frazier and Flores a little bit. Flores bashes lefties. But again, Alex Wood, he is the guy that I think everyone's going to gravitate to. Mets only have a 3.41 implied total. This game is also in New York. This is a better pitcher's park, too. I mean, I just think Alex Wood is the guy. You get him at a cheap price. Fantasy Draft, 18K. DraftKings, 9.1. And then on FanDuel, 7.4. He's going to be the guy you want. I like Alex Wood here as my cash game starting pitcher. And then uh, one of my better tournament options today on the slate. So, yeah, like him a lot. Zach Wheeler on the opposite side. He's someone that I don't think I'll end up going to. Sure, it's definitely better pitcher's park, but uh, some of those lefties can definitely give him some fits, and it's uh, it's a better place for lefty power, too, that Mets Stadium. Uh, it definitely helps them out on that uh, you know right field. So, Jock Peterson, Max Muncy, I'm considering them. Obviously, Justin Turner's a solid option. Grandal, they're all okay plays as one-offs. Not, don't love them in stacks as much because... Again, this is uh, not the best park for him. This is not one of the better teams to be stacking up of the day. So uh, we'll get to other ones that are going to be better options. Next game up, Baltimore Orioles, Atlanta Braves, 8.5 total. We got Alec Cobb and Sean Newcomb. And Sean Newcomb, he's one of the more talented uh, real-life pitchers on this slate. I like him. I think he's certainly in play today against this Orioles team. That strikes out a ton. They're not a great offense. I mean, up and down this lineup is just kind of ugly now. And uh, we have projected Chris Davis uh, back in our lives. Maybe he's figured it out, but I'm sure there's some strikeouts waiting to happen against Newcomb, especially, I don't know why they'd bring him back against Newcomb when in a lefty-lefty situation. That just doesn't make a ton of sense, but we have that currently in the Roto-Grounders lineup. So, uh, yeah, that should be interesting there. Uh, Orioles have a 3.7 implied total. I think it's a phenomenal spot for Newcomb. He's another guy that I'm considering in cash games. Yeah, I love him in this spot. I think he's a really good option. So, uh, yeah. Overall, let's target uh, Sean Newcomb. He's one of the better tournament pitchers, one of the better cash game pitchers on today's slate. On the opposite side, Alex, Alex Cobb, uh, he is not good at baseball. Uh, it's The game's in Atlanta. It's definitely going to be a spot we want to target. These Atlanta Braves bats, I think, going with Albies and Freddie Freeman. Free money Freddie seems like an awesome spot for him to bang one out. 
Nick Markakis up and down this line. I think that one through five is phenomenal. Uh, you know, Charlie Culberson keeps mashing the ball. So if you want to throw him in there, sure. I think this Braves lineup is a, a perfectly good option, a great stack on today's slate. They have a pretty high total, 4.8. Obviously, Vegas has some love for them, too. I think this is a great uh, offensive target. Could go overlooked, too, right? Ah, I just don't know if people want to pay those prices on those Braves, right? So I think that's a team that you definitely want to look to target today. Like the Braves bats, they're definitely a team I wouldn't be overweight on if I was building 150 tournament teams. Next game up, we got the Oakland Athletics, the Chicago White Sox. We got Chris Bassett against Lucas Giolito. And if you listen to anyone's analysis yesterday, it's pretty much the same thing because it's the same pitchers. This is an Oakland A's kind of day. This is a great spot. This Chicago White Sox ballpark is phenomenal for hitters. Sure, the weather's not as much in our favor with it being 63 degrees. But, uh, yeah, I think the A's are in a great spot. Uh, I'm going to look to target these guys, specifically on FanDuel, Dustin Fowler. If he's batting first, he's a phenomenal cash game option. Way too good of a value. Jed Lowry's got a nice price at 3-4. Semyon 3-4 is okay. Uh, I know Chris Davis with the K was dealing with a stomach bug, so we have to kind of see what his status is. Uh, Matt Olson, 3-1, insane price tag on FanDuel. Just lock him in. Phenomenal option against Giolito. I'm going to love him in this game. We got uh, DraftKings prices, you know, Lowry at 4-2 is fine. Uh, Matt Olson 3-9, insane price tag. Just lock him in, love him there. And then Fantasy Draft uh, should be similar. Yeah, we have uh, Lowry at 8K, nice price. And then Matt Olson 7-2. I mean, this is a phenomenal spot for him. I'll be locking in Matt Olson. Uh, he's probably should crush Giolito. He's had his struggles. Uh, I read the stats yesterday. It was like a 6.37x fit, I believe, off the top of my head. Uh, just absolutely a guy that we want to be targeting in Giolito. Uh, I'm pulling up the numbers again now for you guys because, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to look like a fun one here. Yeah, uh, K percentage is at 12.1%. His walk percentage at 13.6%. Uh, when you see someone with a higher walk percentage than a strikeout percentage, you know there's a problem. The ISO definitely had his struggles. 211 against lefties at 183 against uh, righties. You know, the wool was bad. Lefties, 400 326 against righties. I mean, there's just so many problems going on here. Fly ball pitcher, too. I know he's somehow keeping the hard contact down below 30%. Don't know how, but uh, a team like the A's who hit the ball hard a lot, they'll find a way to uh, smack it out. So like the A's here. Again, I also love this White Sox ballpark. This ballpark specifically, people I feel like just don't realize it or don't know it, but this is a great hitter's park. So fire up on the bats, guys. It is a phenomenal spot. When we get the A's in good ball hitting ballparks, there's opportunities for a lot of home runs. Uh, let's talk about the uh, White Sox now. I think Moncada at the top is fine. Palka, sure. But I don't love these White Sox a ton. I think just mixing in some of these lefties is fine. And then if you're obviously going to stack it, say you're going to do a game stack, you can throw Jose Abreu in there. But make sure you don't miss out on Matt Olson because I like him way more. But, uh, yeah, I think that's fine. They have some decent price tags. So like Moncada, 2.7 is a solid price on Fandle. Palka, 2.3 is a solid price on Fandle. Same with Jose Abreu, 3.1. And then, yeah, Moncada, 3.8 on DraftKings, really nice. Abreu, uh, 4K is fine as a tournament play. And then, uh, yeah, let's see, Fantasy Draft. Yeah, Moncada, 7.6, that's fine. But Abreu, 7.2, that could be a nice one, especially with there being uh, infield eligibility. Uh, that's always nice because you can mix in so many infielders. That wraps up that game. Let's go to the next one. Texas Rangers, Minnesota Twins. We got Mike Miner going up against Fernando Romero. And, uh, yeah, in this Minnesota park, this is obviously a park that's better for right-handed power. Uh, you know, it's not as good for the left-handed power. So I might stay away from the Rangers a little bit because this is definitely one of those parks where it wouldn't play too well into favor of this offense. I think maybe taking shots on Odor who's hitting the ball a lot better and was getting unlucky is fine. Maybe an Adrian Beltre is okay. I wouldn't hate that option. But uh, I don't know. I don't feel too excited about the Rangers as I probably should. Uh, I know they're a high upside offense. I totally get it. But 
those are those are a couple guys I might end up targeting. Just looking at their prices on Odor and Beltre, they just have nice price tags. And Elvis Andrews too, right? He still has a discount from coming back from injury. So yeah, I think those are like the three Texas bats I'd maybe look to mix and match on some of my teams. And but uh, don't love the Rangers side too much. I think it's a fine spot. They could obviously hit Romero, but uh, there's better uh, stacks for me on this slate today. Just because again. I think they're a good offense, but it's just one of those ballparks that's not as good for lefty power, and it's way better for righty, and a lot of their power comes from the left-handed side of the plate, so I don't know. That's kind of the concern here, but I'm sure they're going to get some runs. I'm sure they're going to do fine today, but uh, you know, I'm always going to home run chasing with the kind of bats that I look at in tournaments. Next game up, or next uh, team up, sorry, we got the Twins side. I want to talk about them a little bit against Mike Miner, and lefties have been really good against the Twins this year. I mean, they've been great. It's one of those things where Dozier, he's definitely had his struggles. A lot of these righties, I'm just not going to be as interested in as I normally am. Uh, let's see, Dozier might have a cheap price. Like 3-4 on Fandle's nice. Uh, it's a pretty good discount. He might be someone that ends up just getting in there because he's such a great value. Mike Miner's not good. Gosh, he's 3-6 on DraftKings. I didn't even realize how cheap his price is in 7-2. So I'll only play Dozier, and I think that's it. And again, I don't even want to play Dozier because he's been so frustrating this year and so annoying. Uh, I'm hoping there's just like this absolute cheap punt where... I don't even have to worry about playing him, but again, he's such a nice price. So Dozier's in play. Uh, it's a great spot against Miner, so I have to be considering him. He's a great one-off uh, too in tournaments that you could obviously be considering. But uh, yeah, I think you can also consider Mike Miner. If you're looking for a cheap SP2 in a tournament, I think you can consider him. Just of how bad the Twins have been against left-handed pitching this year. Mike Miner's in play. He's a really good tournament option, so make sure to get some Mike Miner exposure, guys. I think it's a really good tournament play. If you're playing a lot of lineups, put him in there. If you're playing one, obviously it's not the greatest, but uh, I think it's a good guy to consider. Next game up, we got the Kansas City Royals. We got the Houston Astros, and we got Danny Duffy against Dallas Keuchel. And this is a spot to target the uh, Houston Stackstros. If you're playing tournaments, make sure you stack them up. One through nine is phenomenal. Uh, in cash games, we'll look at some, see if we can find some value. If you can pay up for Springer, Bregman, Altuve, and Correa, and you like them, go for it. Right, there, there are good spots for them. You can easily get them in, but they're normally pretty pricey. Right, Fanduel, they're all above 4K. Then you got Guriel, he's 3K, Gaddis 3.2. That's where you're seeing a lot of the value. Gonzalez at 2.5. Uh, that's where a lot of the value is going to come from. So uh, on the DraftKings, we got all the guys above 5K expected. And then even Gaddis and Guriel, both above 4K, pretty expensive price tag. So if you're going to play the Astros, you're going to pay a pretty penny for them. Same with Fantasy Draft. Really expensive. So again, if you want to play the Astros, you're going to have to pay for them. But uh, there's just one offense I like more than I'm going to probably be paying for a lot in my cash games. And I'm going to have to prioritize those bats. On the opposite side, Dallas Keuchel, he's a good real-life pitcher. He's going to get to a Royals offense that just doesn't strike out a ton. That's my one worry. And an ugly Royals offense, too, on top of it. This offense is not that great. If you want to play Keuchel, you can. I'm just not the biggest fan of it in general, but the price is nice. I totally get it. If you look at Fandle, we get him at 8.6K. DraftKings, 8.4K. 16.4K on Fantasy Draft. The price is nice. I totally understand it. I totally get it. But it's just I worry about the strikeouts a little. Sure, he's a really good pitcher. Uh, you know, 3.71 xFIP this year. Walks are down at 6%. Very low. Fly balls are low. Obviously, 23% because he's a really great ground ball pitcher. Not giving up a ton of hard contact. He's got that around 31%. But, I mean, it's just the strikeouts aren't there, right? 18.2%. That's a very low strikeout rate. And it's going up against a team that doesn't strike out at all, right? Let's look at the Royals here. Their strikeout percentage is 
19.9%. I mean, they just don't strike out a ton. Uh, they have a lot of like new bats in there, so that's obviously affected a little bit. I thought it was going to be lower, but some of these newer bats obviously are uh, helping it out a little uh, towards the bottom of the order. So, yeah, I mean, it's really tough because I, I hate taking pitchers that just feel like they don't have the upside. That's like the one worry I have with Keiko, but the slate fits him well, right? We don't love the pitching that much. It seems like he's a guy that's just going to get us there, but uh, there are two guys that are at the same price, uh, Alex Wood and and Sean Newcomb, who I think just have more upside, so I'd rather gravitate them, but I, I think Keuchel is in play. He's fine, but uh, one of those guys that makes the player pool, and we'll see if he makes it all the way throughout the day. All right, no no Royals bats for me, though. We'll move on to the next one. St. Louis Cardinals, Milwaukee Brewers, eight total, Jack Flaherty, Junior, Guerrera, and looking at this game, I, I don't know. I don't... This game just feels like a stay away. Maybe like you pick one off bats, right? Like a Matt Carpenter against a Junior Guerrero. Just take a shot at him because he's a really good hitter. In a park that, that's good for lefty power. I think that's a fine one off, but that's all I'll do really on the Cardinals. And then on the Brewers, I guess I, you know, you could stack them up because they're hitting the ball so well and they're crushing it. But I mean, probably just Thames and Shaw. I'll just go to those two lefties and then just move on. I just don't want to go too crazy with this game. It's not my favorite game for bats all around. So. Yeah, overall, don't love this game. I like a lot of games already, and uh, I'll probably just take a couple guys as one-offs, and that's it with this game. Let's move on to the next one. It's the game of the night, right? Miami Marlins, Colorado Rockies, the Coors game, 11 total. It actually opened at 11.5, but it went down a little. The Rockies totally didn't go down too much, though, so uh, that's at least a plus. But, yeah, it's a bad lefty away in Chen, and uh, he's in Coors. He's a fly ball guy, too. I mean, this is a recipe for disaster for this guy. It could be absolutely ugly. Uh, let me read you away in Chen's numbers. XFIP at 6, K percentage 15.7, walk percentage 11, uh, fly balls 46% getting up a WOBA of 384 and an ISO of 233 against righties, against lefties, an ISO of 222 and a WOBA against 281. Uh, this is a bad spot for uh, Wei Yin Chen. He's going to get destroyed. Also, hard contact against lefties, 40%, 32% against righties. This is bad. Uh, Wei Yin Chen should struggle. This is going to be a fun game. Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, get him in your cash games if you can. Uh, it seems like a slate where you're going to be able to get in these nice cores bats. I'm not missing out on Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story. Phenomenal options. DJ LeMayhew, I like him too. I like him enough where I'm going to say, hey, we got a shot at a DJ LeMayhew home run. We don't get those too often, so I'm calling the DJ LeMayhew home run. Like him too. Overall, I just think all these righties, like Ian Desmond, who's been crushing the ball this year, I'm going to load up on these righties and just up through down, one through nine. This is a phenomenal team. Uh, load up on the Rockies. They're the best play of the slate. And the one thing I love about this is the 15-game slate. There's a lot of offenses we've already talked about that are pretty solid. And, uh, you know, it'll be... I'm not saying cores will have low ownership. People will be all over these bats, but it's lower than if it was an eight-game slate, right? So that's at least good. Uh, so I'm excited about these Rockies bats. Definitely load up on them. Get exposure. Should be a phenomenal team to target today. On the opposite side, I think you can take a shot on John Gray. The, the price is right. I think it's definitely a good price tag where we can do that. Like FanDuel, it's a crazy price at 6'8". I think if you need a cheap pitching option, throw him in there. I think it's a perfectly good route to go against Marlins offense. It's not that good. They have a low implied total at 4.36. That's obviously going to be very helpful here for them. Let me get 7.7 .7 on DraftKings and then 15.7 on uh, Fantasy Draft. I think that's a okay price. Don't love the price as much, but it, it works. You can still uh, pull it off, so I think that's fine. Uh, Gray's more of a tournament option, though, uh, specifically. And then if you want to take um, one Marlon on the opposite side, it's Justin Borks. He's a really good hitter, and sure, he could obviously have a big game hitting in this ballpark. Let's go to the next one. Toronto Blue Jays, Los Angeles Angels, 8.5 total. Marco Estrada, Andrew Heaney. 
And uh, he he's someone I think we can look to here. Uh, this is a solid spot for him going up against uh, this Blue Jays offense. The only problem I have is those rays at the top could obviously be a concern, but that bottom of the order in Pilar, Martin, Grichuk, Diaz, and Travis, there's a ton of strikeouts there. So like the Los Angeles Angels here, I think they're a team that we can be considering uh, or not the Angels, I'm sorry, Andrew Heaney is the guy that we can be considering. He's 8K on FanDuel, he is 8.8 .8 on uh, DraftKings, and then on Fantasy Draft, he's 16.8. I probably don't make it my cash game pitcher because, again, he falls into that spot where there's a lot of uh, a lot of pitchers I already kind of like there. You know, I already talked about Newcomb and Wood, but I think he's a great tournament pivot again. A guy that's just not going to get as much ownership. Look at the numbers too. Heaney, 4.09 XFIP, 23.4 K percentage. Definitely has pitched very well this year. Uh, again, like he's had his struggles against the righties, 37.8 uh, hard contact percentage. The, the one worry I have, again, is the Blue Jays can get really righty heavy, but again, that, that is an ugly uh, lineup at the bottom with those guys. So I think there is some strikeout upside, but there is a spot where he could absolutely struggle uh, because, again, those righties have been hitting him a little bit. That's his one, uh, that's his kryptonite there. So uh, definitely have to have some concerns about that. I think it's a solid tournament pivot. It's not the safest tournament pivot, but again, no one's going to play Heaney, I feel like. And uh, Vegas is giving some respect at a 3.74 uh, total here. So. Let's talk about Marco Estrada now, fly ball guy, and uh, obviously a better park. So that's obviously going to help him out, but uh, it's going to be 76 degrees in Los Angeles, and winds blowing out 8 miles an hour, better weather than usual, I guess you could say. This Angels offense is one that I like to target. If you listen to my content, you know I'm a fan of loading up on Angels when I can. Uh, it just doesn't feel like the right, I don't know, it doesn't feel like the right slate for me. I, it's fine. I, I, I don't know. I'm a sucker for this offense, right? The Kinsler-Trout-Upton combo at the top. Uh, I think it's a fine play. They've been hitting the ball better recently. Uh, I just don't. Uh, I just don't feel like I'm gonna end up paying for these guys. I feel like I'm just gonna gravitate to those Rockies bats instead. I think it's a fine tournament play off it, but uh, I'm more of like a you know three to five lineup tournament guy, and uh, I just don't know if they'll end up making the list or. Again, I'm going to put them in that, like, they'll make the player pool list, and we'll see if they make it throughout the day. Uh, I always like to say that, because sometimes there's teams I'm interested in early on, and I just don't know if I'll get there at the end of the day. And, uh, you know, if you can get there, I think that's great, right? Uh, if you like this offense, go for it. Uh, I think they're a fine play, but uh, there just might be other offenses that I end up gravitating to, and it might not end up fitting my build uh, based on some of these prices, because, you know, Trout's kind of expensive. Uh, you know, Upton, it's, sometimes I feel like I'd rather just, Pay for Arenado and story. It just seems like such a good spot for those guys today. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see if they end up making making it. So, long, you know, rant over about that. I'm just a sucker for the Angels offense. But I like them. I think they're fine options. And, uh, okay, cash game plays you can get in there if the price is right. Next game up, last game of the slate, San Diego Padres, San Francisco Giants. And this is just a cross-off game all around. I don't really want to play Stratton. I don't really want to play Richard. I guess if because the pitching slate is semi-ugly it's not the greatest pitching slate you could take a shot on stratton because hey it's padres against the righties in a really great ballpark but that's all i'm condoning in this game nothing else i'm not signing off on anything else you're not catching me do it here i'm gonna pass on this game just chris stratton as a tournament option that about wraps up the slate guys we can move on to the stack of the day segment. Uh, if you haven't heard my content, uh, you know we do this on the weekend grind. Which, if you listen to my weekend grind, I won't be there this weekend. Grant will be taking over the hosting duties for me, and he'll have some people on. So if you guys are looking for that, uh, be sure to check out Grant. He will tweet all that out. Uh, I know I'm on the daily fantasy fix, but uh, if anyone listens to my content and wants to know why I'm not there, I'm, I'm away for the weekend. So uh, yeah, Grant will be uh, taking you home, and you can find it on uh, his Twitter page. 
and uh, you know he can uh, you know he'll be putting out the content for that. So, but let's move on. We'll talk about this stack of the day here for you guys. Again, when we do the stack of the day, we always leave off the Rockies game. I love the Rockies today. Sure, I'm gonna play them a ton, but they're not the uh, you know that's the obvious play. People are gonna be all over that. So my stack of the day is the Oakland Athletics. I just I struggle not to see them dominate here. This is a phenomenal spot for the A's today. I'm going to be all over them. I like their price tags. Uh, I specifically play FanDuel a lot too. So like, I'm just going to be a sucker for that Fowler price tag. Like a lot of these prices are nice too. So uh, I play a lot of FanDuel more than some other sites. So uh, I mean, this stack, like the Olsen, the Fowler, it's going to help me get a nice picture. I may be able to get another nice stack with them. It's just a phenomenal play. Giolito is struggling a ton. His exit is a disaster. The only thing I worry about is that hard contact percentage. I mean, I just don't understand how he has these horrific numbers. It has a 30% hard hit rate against uh, lefties and righties. Like, it's right below it, barely. I don't understand how he's pulling it off. It's got to change at some point. Uh, sure, he might not be this bad all year long, but he's going to start getting hit harder. I feel like the A's hit teams hard a ton. Uh, their team, when they hit the ball, they crush it. So... I'm playing the A's. I love this team up and down. I'm prioritizing Matt Olsen. I'm, uh, Fowler specifically on Fandle is a nice value. Uh, Jed Lowry is a nice value on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. I think he's got a nice price tag. I'm prioritizing a lot of these guys. I'm wondering what I'm going to do with Chris Davis coming off the stomach bug. Uh, you know, uh, But I'm definitely getting exposure. Love the A's here. I just think they're a phenomenal play. They are going to be my stack of the day. So thanks a lot for joining me, guys. I uh, really appreciate uh, you guys listening to my content. If you have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Give that a follow and ask me any questions. I'm always happy to help. Today's not the best day because I'll be uh, busy driving during uh, lock, so I'll be making my teams a lot earlier today. So today's not the best day, but uh, try next week because, again, I'm going to be gone this weekend, but uh, I'm always happy to answer your questions. And Grant will be bringing you the weekend grind, so uh, look on over there for that content. But thanks a lot for joining me, guys. For me, Travis Mangone, I am out of here. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-o! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts, you can get $25 or more off brand new DeWalt power tools by trading in your old ones. You know, those worthless tools you never use anymore? Yeah, those dusty things can actually save you at least $25 on new DeWalt power tools. Hmm, not so worthless after all. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 6 30 19